Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Well, Paul, um, you've been following Irish soccer for a long, long time. Can you quite believe like the mess that the FAI are currently in? Um, you know, the scale of uh, the financial problems um, and the future is so unsure now, of course, with the risk of being booted out of Euro 2020 if we get there, or even the match, uh, the playoff matches in Tret, and the future of the League of Ireland also at risk. Who saw this coming, Paul? Well, I, I, it's a very good question, Trevor. Um, did I think it would get this bad? I knew it would be horrendous when the dam did break because, uh, as you say, I've been covering this, along with quite a number of other journalists, covering this story for a number of years, probably 10, 12, maybe even going back to 15 years when John Delaney became uh, CEO back in late 2004. But the scale of it has even surprised me and other people, long-time observers of the FBI. The sheer uh, scale of the debt, uh, now they're up to 62 million total liabilities, and there's a a possibility that they'll grow even further Mm. in the coming months and coming years. Uh, And that's that's going to take a lot of work, uh, and it's going to take a lot of cash to to, to turn that round. Hence, the FAI board at the moment is trying to get money from the government, is trying to get money from UEFA, and then go to the banks, it owes $29 million to the banks, the other, the other debts are to other creditors, and refinance all their debts over a longer period of time so they basically can you know, do it on the never-never, the old phrase of, of, of repaying your debts over a long time. So um, it, 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 this, it, it is rescuable, and hopefully that does happen. But it's going to take an awful lot of work, and also a lot of goodwill from other people. Uh, the government, I feel at the end of the day, will probably come in and buy a stake the FEI stake, either all the FEI stake in the Viva Stadium are part of it. That would then give the FEI maybe 10, 15, you know, million euro. They then go to UEFA. They have a big meeting with, the government's a big meeting with UEFA on the 14th of January. Yeah, that's crucial, isn't it, Paul? That's oh, really crucial. And I think if there is uh, a bit of head, headway made before then, that the government could then ask or suggest to UEFA, well, would you come on board with us and helping, helping the FEI out? If that happens... Liquidation or examinership, high court examinership is is uh, is prevented, and the FEI can slowly but surely begin. It's, it's bit, it's, this is a bit like a, you know one of those super tankers and on the oceans. It takes so ages for them to turn around, and that's what's happening in the FEI now. Mm, I suppose the main question, the obvious question, was how did it get this bad? Well, without going into too, too many personalities and you know d- d- details, uh, unfortunately, the, the board and the CEO and other people who were in position's responsibility uh, took their eye off the ball for whatever reason and um, a, the Aviva Stadium project, the FEI selling 10-year uh, 
tickets, Vantage Hub, the premium level tickets, for figures of between 12,000 and 32,000 euro in 2008 was absolutely absurd. It would have been absurd if, when the Celtic Tiger was roaring, it was even more absurd when the world economy was beginning to crash. That was that, If you go back to that, that month, that week, that day that that was launched, that's when the real problems began. Because funnily enough, the FBI was in quite a strong financial position before it embarked on that bizarre journey of trying to ask people mm. to pay €600, Euro, Trevor. And just let people mm. think about that, €600 Euro to sit in, in Aviva to watch Ireland v Armenia, Ireland v Georgia. You know, this is stuff. If 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 it wasn't so serious, it would, it would, you think it was something out, out of a uh, a Christmas comedy. So the FBI embarked on this silly scheme. It sold only hundreds of these tickets, not surprisingly, lost a fortune, and then found itself carrying the can, a fifty to sixty to seventy million euro can for um, its part of the Aviva cost. Yeah, this might sound a silly question, Paul, but is uh, the former CEO, John Delaney, uncontactable at the moment? I mean, have the likes of yourself and other journalists been trying to make contact with John Delaney? Uh, there have been attempts made. I know, um, I, I think he's in and out of the country at the moment. You know, he's, he's, he's pursuing things. Uh, he's, he's getting on with his life, I believe. So uh, I think there will be uh, people will be looking to talk to him, I think. The inquiries are ongoing, um, you know, in the uh, outside of football. I think um, those inquiries may probably look to talk to him as well, just to get his insight and get his views on what happened and see if he, if he can help them um, w- with their inquiries. Yeah. Uh, just uh, on, on grassroots football and the League of Ireland, what does it mean for, for the League of Ireland and grassroots football? It's, it's not good because the League of Ireland um, was basically suppressed uh, by the FEI in the last 10, 15 years. It didn't get the funding it should have. It didn't get the recognition. It didn't get the support it should have got. And now, we just as the clubs were beginning to get their act together, begin to put a plan together, either you know, as an, in the form of an All-Ireland League or outside government and commercial uh, backing for it, this happens. So I think, unfortunately, the League of Ireland's going to have to put its future plans, and there's some very good plans out there, on hold for six, eight, ten months, I think that's that's just inevitable. And that's, you know, you, you, that's just a pragmatic uh, scenario, that you can't try and make progress when the parent body is trying to keep itself alive, you know, it's, it's, it's on a life support machine. But, I, you know, I, I still think that the people who are out there who made a lot of good suggestions the last few months, they should hopefully stay on board, maybe coalesce as, as, as a grouping, that instead of having the Nile Queen, uh, group on one side, Kieran Lucid, uh, on the other, Brian Kerr is involved with him. Let them come together. Let them get together with the clubs as well and put forward a proposal and a project and a vision for the years to come because they've got to take the lead. The clubs have got to take the lead, but harness this welcome interest from other parties. Um, so, unfortunately, Trevor, I see the League of Ireland treading water probably for another year, 18 months, but in that time, the clubs and these other parties should get together and formalise their plan for two, three years down the road. Yeah, just finally, Paul, um, we know that soccer is probably the biggest participated sport in the country. 
along with uh, with uh, GA Gaelic Games. Um, you know, and, and just looking at it, I mean, it would be just uh, unthinkable to, to, to think that we'd have no um, Irish soccer team. When you look at, I suppose there's a lot of talent out there at the moment, isn't there, Paul? There's a lot of um, youth players uh, showing a lot of promise, uh, what Stephen Kenny's doing in the under-21s. There's so much promise out there at the moment, isn't there? Yeah, there is, and, and the at least whatever's happening in the, in, in the FEI, the halls of power at the moment, the corridors of power, the really good work done by people... Every today, people are just coming back from matches or going out to matches or currently playing games on yesterday, and to facilities and that, that are there that weren't there 20 years ago, mainly through government intervention with the, with the, the capital grant system. The, the the landscape is actually really good at many levels, but it's been the parent body that's been the problem, and. Uh, I think that the grassroots level will continue. Now, the problem is, again, with this FEI issue going on, things like, like major grants will be maybe stopped, or there's a doubt over some of the programs because of, of the, the government withholding the $2.9 million. That goes into things like supporting uh, maybe some training programs and that sort of stuff. So that, there is a tread over that. The tread over the Euros and the games in March w- won't be an issue uh, if, if, if liquidation and examinership is, stay, is, is, is uh, pushed away, it only comes into play if, if liquidation and examinership happens. And then, even then, FIFA would come in, suspend the association, but then quickly set, put in a normalisation committee that would select people from around the world and from here to run the FEI. So it would only be um, out of business for a few weeks. So I think, luckily enough, the games, uh, the Euros will be okay, internationals will be okay, the league will be suspended for a week or two if it happened during the league, the League of Ireland season. But football would restart again within two or three weeks. Um, so I, I, if, if I was a volunteer, if I was a person, a chairman, secretary, trainer, coach of all these, you know, the, the hundreds if not thousands of clubs around the country, you'd be very, very, you'd be very disappointed and frustrated at the moment. But these people, because of their, they're not doing it for the money. They're not doing it for for glory. They're doing it for the for their communities, for the, for the love of football. They'll continue doing it, thankfully, and only and only for them. Um, you know, the FBI will be in an even deeper and worse place. Okay, Paul. Well, we hope for a positive outcome in mid-January uh, for Irish football. And uh, thanks for joining us on the score on Corks ninety six FM. Paul Lennon of the Star, Chief Soccer Writer. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Trevor.